Bulldog Interviews on BullyNet with your host, Dave Kaufman. He's a nice guy, but only gives belly rubs to dogs. Welcome to the Bulldog Interviews. I'm your host, Dave Kaufman, and today we have Pauline DeVito. Hi, Pauline. Thanks for coming on the show. Hi, Dave, and thank you for having me. Sure. Can you give us a little background on yourself? Sure, sure. Um, Let me see here. Um, My husband and I have been together for 33 years. Um, We have uh, five children between the both of us. We had been married before. We have eight grandchildren, um, and he is my backbone right now with the Bulldogs. Mm -hmm. Good. Uh, When did you get into Bulldogs and why? A when? Okay. It's, it, that's a funny story. That really is funny. Good. I originally wanted Sharpays. Mm-hmm. Um, boy, am I glad I didn't go into the Sharpay. But anyway, my first bulldog, I was naive. I got out of the newspaper. And as you know, Dave, we live fairly close to each other, and mm-hmm. I got her down in Leesport. It was a uh, just a family, had a bulldog, mm-hmm. and that's where my pudgy came into the into our life and uh just she was a sweetheart really really sweetheart and i started her and i was showing her in obedience Mm -hmm. and um in three shows she got her uh, her cd and then i had gotten my second bulldog uh out of from a woman in new jersey Uh, i Wanted to start getting into the show, possibly there, but she wasn't a show girl, mm-hmm. unfortunately. So then I bred her to uh, Elmer Brett. I don't know if you remember him. You might not, because this is, well, Pudgy came to us in 1986. Okay. So that's when we got our first bulldog. So, and the second bulldog, I think we got her like in 88. Mm-hmm. So then I bred her to Elmer Brett stuff, who is an old-timer. Okay. And she had um, three puppies. Unfortunately, three of them, did, uh, two of them didn't make it. Only one make it, made it. And mm-hmm. he was my first home homebred champion, believe it or not. I was lucky with first litter, one puppy, mm-hmm. and became a champion. And now I'm into the Hall of Fame. Okay. Uh, 17 homebred champions and a total of 22 altogether because I finished other ones that we had bought mm-hmm. or co-owned or um, uh, were given to us or anything. But mm-hmm. it's over the years, I think we've done, done well. Yeah, yeah. So... Um have you been involved with any other breeds? So you said you, you were interested in Sharpays at first. So why didn't you get a Sharpay then? I did not get the Sharpay um, <laughs> only because we ended up with Pudgy. And I thought, well, okay. there's wrinkles there. It was, it was the wrinkle thing, I think, that had had me. Uh-huh. I'm really, really... And I, back then, the Sharpays were fairly new into the United States. Okay. So you had to wait. You had to wait for them. And I am so glad that... <laughs> We ended up with the bulldog before we ended up with the Sharpay. So yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not sorry. Okay. I, I'm really not sorry at all. But other breeds. I've had other breeds as far as 
as um, growing up and that, but um, mm-hmm. like Boston's and Shih Tzu's, always the short noses, you know. But yeah, you I, know the bulldog, the bulldog is my heart now. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you were in that. You had Boston's growing up. We had um, we had Boston Terriers growing up too. My dad had um, we had one one bitch named Penny, and uh, I I remember her. That was our that was our dog as a kid, and we actually had I think two or three litters out of her. And oh, wow. uh, I don't know if that instilled it in me at all or not, but I always thought that that we wanted bulldogs for some reason, but we just couldn't afford them. So, mm-hmm. so that uh, I think that sort of stuck with me. And um, and the the bulldogs, you know, weren't quite as quick to obey you as and stuff as the Boston's. But um, <laughs> <laughs> and my my dad still has a Boston today, so I'm not sure. I mean, we've had. We've had Boston's, or, or he's had Boston's pretty much his whole life. He went to labs for a little bit, and then he went back to Boston's. Um, but uh, he hasn't raised anything since I was a kid. But it's, no. they make they make good pets, very smart dogs. And my youngest daughter loves to, when we have to dog sit um, my dad's dog, and uh, she likes to take take uh, whatever dog, uh, well, I, I'm trying to think what the dog's name is now. I always mess him up. But uh, take him out for training because he's so easy; he doesn't hurt her if he he like, doesn't knock her over if he jumps up or anything like that, you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. works out pretty well. Yeah, they're 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 good dogs. They're they're really good dogs. Just more energy yeah. than what I I I like anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, and Shih Tzus. I yeah. love the Shih Tzus, but too much hair mm-hmm. didn't that didn't last long. Believe me. <laughs> I had one and done there too. So, but yeah. as far as breeding and all that, I mean, I didn't get into that until I got the bulldogs. Yeah. So, yeah. And that was down the road, and haven't uh-huh. done that much either. Yeah. You know, very few breedings. Yeah. Are you a member of any clubs? Yes, I am. I am one of the founders of Lenape Bulldog Club. Mm-hmm. I am also in the belong to the BCA and the Philadelphia Club. Okay. Alrighty. Um, do you or did you have any Bulldog mentors? I do, and I did. Um, <laughs> I still do. <laughs> and I'm still learning. I mean, I'm learning uh-huh. all the time. Um, Bob Rollinson, um, we go way back, way back into the 80s also. Mm-hmm. Um, he had he more or less taught me the, the show world, um, and like I said, Elmer Brett had worked with me a bit. Um, unfortunately, I didn't get to work with him too long. Um, he was older, and he um, he uh, ended up with Alzheimer's, and mm-hmm. unfortunately, we didn't get. He he was a gem. I loved him. You mm-hmm. know, you either liked him or you didn't like him. Um, and as far as, and I learned a lot, learned a lot on my own, but mm-hmm. Bob Rawlinson had helped me out a lot. And to this day, mm-hmm. to this day, we are buddies. Do you have anybody that you've mentored? Uh, yes, I did. Over the years, there were several. Um, some didn't continue, mm-hmm. unfortunately, and it's it's depressing when they don't, when you spend so much time with them and and try and do your best with them, and and they just fall off the wayside. But um, Carrie Van Buskirk, mm-hmm. um, her and I are have become very very good friends. I have 
I feel I've taught her a lot, and now she's teaching me some things. <laughs> so, <laughs> which is good. Which is good. She's she's like the daughter I never had. Yeah. She's a sweetheart, sweetheart. And now there's a a young couple out there, uh, Christine and Steve Barone. Um, they have two of my girls right now from my last litter. So they're just starting out, and <clears throat> I told them I'd give them, excuse me, I'd give them my best if I had anything. And there were two girls in the litter and two white girls, and I couldn't pick which one was better. I like this about one and that about the other, and it's like, oh, my goodness, which one? Mm -hmm. So they had both of them. <laughs> <laughs> but they're, um, I, I... I really like this young couple, and I think they're, they have a boy of their own um, mm -hmm. that they had. He was a singleton, um, and uh, so they're, they're trying out with him and then with the girls. I think they're going to they're gonna do well, and mm -hmm. they're so willing to learn, yeah. so willing to learn, which is great. Good. Yeah. I find that the different people that I, that I interview, uh, some, some have you know, made a lot of great strides in the bulldogs and so much of it comes back to where it seems to be a common theme is that they had solid mentors that they learned from and mm -hmm. and i think that i think that's lacking a lot of times today where when you see people um you know come into the into the bulldog community and and they they don't try to connect with anybody or because I you know most people that I talk to that they've been mentored and they're enjoying giving back to other people to help like further the further the lines um, or or what or whatever it is um, so I, right. I think that's really neat when you do that and and that, that it can help and, and it helped establish you if you didn't have your mentors how much harder would it have been for you to get you know just all that knowledge you can't read about it you know, right. And, and right. Yeah. Or or you sit ringside with one of them, and and you just can get so much knowledge and understanding and insight and in what to look for. So you do get a lot of knowledge if you sit ringside. You really do. Mm -hmm. I think you do anyway. Um, I have learned that way also, in watching and yeah. watching a lot. So, but yeah, you're right. Some of the the newer ones, um, they don't. I don't think they want a mentor, to tell you the truth. Mm -hmm. Some of the newer ones, but there's there's a lot of a lot of young ones out there that are hungry for it. So, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, definitely. Can you tell us a little bit about your breeding program? Oh, my breeding program. Well, I guess I don't want to repeat myself, but like <laughs> I said, I have 17 homebred champions. Um, I. 22 altogether champions, mm -hmm. like I said, that we uh, that I had finished. Uh, like it's, it's over. It's been since I think I had my first litter in '91. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, like I said, the <clears throat> she wasn't the she was not the prettiest bulldog in the world, but God bless her, she was she was a good mama, mm -hmm. and she had a good pedigree on her. So. That's where I, that's where I started, and and I, over the years with very minimal breeding and with some help of some friends also, mm -hmm. why I think we've done well. Yeah. Okay. Um, is there anything like when you're evaluating a stud dog? Um, what what goes through your head? 
when I see a dog and I look at him and I like him, I breed to him. I don't go crazy. I do not breed to the flavor of the month. Mm-hmm. I am not that that type of person. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not a whole lot of dogs out there that I do like, mm-hmm. and there's some dogs that I, I really, really do like, but mm-hmm. some of them are... are um, that I haven't seen, and, and unfortunately, I'm not going to breed to a dog that I haven't seen and had my hands on. Right. So, but as far as picking out, I love typey. I love typey, mm-hmm. um, and to the standard, not mm-hmm. no big, huge, seventy-pound dog. I don't, I don't. I'm not into that. I like my fifty, fifty-five pound boys. That's and my forty-five, fifty-pound girls. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's that. And I'm just now, I can honestly say, I'm just now, after all this time of breeding, mm-hmm. that I can say, I have a line. It yeah. has taken me this many years. Yeah. Great. Um, do you have any veterinarians that you can recommend? Um, I do recommend, as far as reproduction, is um, Country Companion. Mm-hmm. Um, down in Morgantown. Uh, locally, I have a veterinarian that, um, God bless her, I'm telling you how old I am. This mm-hmm. young lady, I watched her grow up, and she is now a veterinarian. And uh, we work well to each other, with mm-hmm. each other. She loves to breed, but I can't honestly say that she is a bulldog vet. Right. <laughs> but I do like... Um, down in Morgantown. I mm-hmm. really, really love them down there. Yes. Uh, we've been using Scarlet Gottwalls from up there since, I guess, she, she was our first the first vet that we used. And uh, mm-hmm. and then also um, Dr. Um, oh, it's just my, my, my name. I hate names. <laughs> Narducci? Yeah, Dr. Carla. Yeah, she's awesome. So uh, Yeah, she is. And yeah. there's some new ones there, too, that are... Yep. Are really in the text, the vet text. You can't let them out. Yeah, they're yeah. important also. Yep, they have. I went to high school with the one girl there, or the one woman there, I should say, and I didn't oh, even wow. and I didn't even realize it. And then I'm like, hold on, I think that's, you know, and I'm like, or she might, she probably approached me or something like that because my, like I said, my memory's shot. And so, <laughs> so now when I see her, I'm like, oh yeah. And then with Facebook and everything, you know, we have that connection back there and stuff like that. But. uh yeah, she, um, they, they have a great group up there at Country Yeah, there is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. They, they are. They're, they're always willing to help, mm-hmm. always. And always willing, if you need have a problem, they'll call you. You call them, and they'll call you back if they can't get to you right away. Yep, yeah. And and you need that with a vet. So. Yes, yes, uh, yes, yes. Yep. If you could go back in time to be able to... Uh, put your hands on a certain bulldog is there anyone that you think would be incredible just to be able to do that with i would like to i don't know how elmer brett had a dog Mm -hmm. it was brett's ace in a hole um i would like to have gone back and put my hands on him um i've seen pictures and all that of him he's really a nice looking dog but i've he was before my time, mm-hmm. so I don't know if you ever heard. There's probably a lot of people that's never even heard of him because um, there's so many new 
people out there now. Yeah. I'm going back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going back <laughs> in the years, you know. Yeah. But uh, I, I would. I would like to, to put my hands on that dog. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see what he was like. Yeah, and the neat thing about about that question is it just sort of helps us, you know, just think about something that you can't really do, you know, and mm-hmm. there's no right or wrong answer to it. You might just, you know, want to, I mean, go back to, you know, something that you've already put your hands on, but you just miss that dog so much or whatever. And so, so it's a right. cool, it's a cool thing there. It doesn't, it's not a popularity contest like, oh, you didn't say Titus, you know, so bad mark against mm-hmm. you or something like that, you know, just because, right. but it's, it, it's, 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 uh. I think I, I like that question pretty well. Uh, so, yeah, good, so that's good, a new one. Yeah, it's a good answer. Yeah. And now, a word from our sponsors. If your dog sitter isn't using Corettable, what are they doing to your dog? You don't know, and that's a big problem. Dog sitters using Corettable relieve the stress, guilt, and anxiety that a dog owner experiences when they're away from their dog. If you love your dog, insist that your pet sitter use Corettable. Check out Corettable today at Corettable.com. That's C-A-R-E-D-I-B-L-E.com. Corettable also works great for people who use caregivers for loved ones, like children and the elderly. So check out Corettable today at Corettable.com. That's C-A-R-E-D-I-B-L-E.com. Now, back to the Bulldog interviews. Do you have a proudest Bulldog moment? And can you, you know, tell it in detail and sort of try to take us there to paint a picture in our minds? Okay. My proudest Bulldog moment. Um, it would probably go back to my first Bulldog mm-hmm. when I was showing her in obedience. Mm-hmm. And I think it might have been her second show. I don't know how... There's a lot of people, bulldog people today, are into obedience. So I'm sure they'll, a lot of them will understand. So I, I'm going to say it was back in 1988. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Isn't that far back? <laughs> but it was, like I said, her second show. Yeah. And I go and stand at ringside for my turn. Mm-hmm. And the judge looked at the dog and looked at me, and he went, a bulldog. Apparently, he hadn't seen a whole lot of bulldogs in obedience at that time. Mm-hmm. And I looked at him, and I said, yeah. <laughs> so we go, and we are doing our our thing in, 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 the, in the obedience, you know, on lead, healing on lead, and and the about turns and all that, and then we did it off lead. And uh, we go to um, do the sit stays. And we're at the sit stays, and while we're there, there's a boxer alongside of my bulldog. Mm -hmm. And we had good eye contact. And this boxer was sitting there, and you could see it was looking for trouble. It Mm -hmm. was just looking for trouble. And it sat there, and it would look forward. Then it turned to the, to my dog, Pudgy, and look at her, look forward again, turn and look at my dog. And my dog is looking at me, and I had eye contact. And I'm thinking, please, don't move, don't move, don't move. Well, then the boxer gets up and goes right in my dog's face. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking, oh, goodness. Mm-hmm. And she didn't move. She did not move not not a twinge Mm -hmm. and the judge went 
and got the boxer and took her away from from my dog but mm-hmm. that just made me so proud i mean yeah. that's not might not be you know somebody might say well that was really silly but no. that she was that smart and stayed yep. and did not move yeah and and she also uh she placed second that day awesome. in points and that was good yeah uh-huh great and it was very good yeah so so that was my proud what that was i that always stuck in my head mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah it, it's always neat when um yeah here here you're dealing with a guy a, a, a judge who is into dogs and mm-hmm. that person has a misunderstanding of our own breed right and exactly and so you went in there and pudge is that is that what you called her pudge or pudgy pudgy pudgy, pudgy. you and pudgy and pudgy showed him that she could do it you know yeah better than the obedient boxer you know and exactly all that. so that, that's exactly yeah <laughs> Yeah, and that's that's the neat thing because I mean we are you know the breed has so many you know over exaggerated negative connotations about it, and you know when we when you actually get to to show people or they get to understand and they lose that ignorance, it's it's they're seeing the real bulldog. They're seeing the dog that all the people I've interviewed just love so much and just care for so much because it's a a noble, healthy breed that you know can can do anything another dog does exactly yeah yes they can yeah and better sometimes i mean that showed you right there <laughs> yeah. you know and the judge that they did go to that woman and ask her then for the down stays mm-hmm. um she he did ask her that if her dog was going to break it he'd rather her not bring it back in because of my dog mm-hmm. qualifying it yeah. so and she didn't, which I went and I thanked her too, you know. But yeah, yep. But that that was I thought that was I just loved it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like I said, she placed second. <laughs> she placed second that day, and and that was over shepherds and everything. So yeah. she did she did really really well. Good. I couldn't further her in in obedience. Uh-huh. Um, she wouldn't take the dumbbell. That was one thing. Yeah. She kept spitting that out like. <laughs> Here you put that in your mouth. I don't want it. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. They're they're so amazing. Like how opinionated they are, and mm-hmm. people think they're stupid or they're they're bullheaded from it. But they're they're just. I mean, they, they like to make you happy, but they also like to be yeah. happy themselves. I think a lot. And so, if you have find a happy medium, because we have a bulldog here. His name's Lambo, and. Everybody thinks he's deaf, and he appeared to be deaf. And <laughs> and um, we had placed him in a home, and he was naughty, so he came back. And uh-huh. um, being naughty was he just wasn't being watched properly. He would open the refrigerator and get food out, which I thought was great, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I think it's funny, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, and so I'm so glad he came back because he came back as a you know a very nice bulldog at that point. He really matured a lot nicer than we thought when we uh-huh. pe- placed him at seven months and he just had, he, he wasn't well, I don't, I want to say he wasn't well mattered. He was pretty good, but he wasn't bonded really hard to anybody. So uh-huh. when he was outside, he wouldn't even flinch. You could call him and he'd be sitting up on the bench on the deck and he would act like he didn't hear you. And so for, for a little while there, everybody thought he's deaf and he still appears deaf to everybody. But me, if I, if I say the littlest whisper, he looks right away. 
and uh-huh. and we him and I have this great relationship now, and uh, he's he's a good boy for everybody else, but he just doesn't pay them much mind. And I think that's mm-hmm. pretty admirable in a way. I mean, it's, it'd be great if he would just listen right on cue all the time instead of having to sniff everything or, you know, <laughs> do this or do that. But, but you know, he's he's not dumb. He's actually, mm-hmm. you know, probably smarter than, than a lot of dogs because he gets to do what he wants to do. But he's not bad, bad with it, you know. So I always say they're that smart. They make you think they're stupid. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. They are. They're they're not stupid in any any way at all. Yeah. No. It's just selective and mm-hmm. stubborn. Yeah. That's about it. Yep. Yeah, and they're they're like opinionated, and they have, but it gives them so much character when they do that. You mm-hmm. know, they're not going to be panting right next to you, like like bouncing off the wall, wanting to do something. You know, for you at any at any drop of the, you know, a drop of a dime, like all the other mm-hmm. do- all the other breeds would do that, which isn't that's neat. That's admirable for dogs. It's awesome. But you know the bulldog just has that specialness about him that <laughs> that it makes him seem so human. Like because the, the head is very round and and large, so they give more human expressions. You know, uh-huh. be, between the farting and the snoring, they're like a, a, a miniature yep. human man. You know, that's a man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Do you have any advice for bulldog pet owners? Like something that you see that they're not quite doing or that you think, oh, if they just knew this, that could help them with that. Or it could be anything. I I just warn the pet people with the heat. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I think they get oblivious of how quickly a bulldog can overheat. Mm-hmm. That's always my biggest fear is, is, is the heat. Yeah. I just always tell them you're hot, they're hot. They might even be hotter than than you are. Yeah. Um that's that's my fear. <laughs> and swimming. Yeah. Tell them they can't swim. Yeah. You know, that but I I think those two things are pretty big factors that I mm-hmm. that I warn them about. Mm-hmm. You know, beware, just beware because it can happen very very quickly. Right. I've already seen not only in the bulldogs I uh, when I used to go to more obedience classes, mm-hmm. I seen a golden um, have a heat stroke. Yeah, and it, it's it's horrible. Mm-hmm. It really, really, really is horrible. But that's what I warn the pet people: is the heat. Yep. No, that's definitely a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a daily bulldog maintenance tip that you can give? Um, let me see. I don't do anything. That's okay. terrible. No, no, it's not. <laughs> but it, I, I think it's it. If you feed a good quality dog food, uh-huh. and if you have decent water, um, my dog's faces are very clean. Mm-hmm. They're all very, very clean. So I don't even have to do that. And knock on wood, I don't have really bad tails either. So mm-hmm. I'm not worried about the tails. Mm-hmm. Um, daily, it's just. Maybe I don't even brush daily. I mean, it's like maybe once a week. Right. And actually, when you come to my house, if you can tell who I'm showing and who I'm not showing. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say that. It's terrible of me, but <laughs> <laughs> but you can tell by their nails. It's like, oh, I know who's showing in this house and who ain't. But as far as a, a, a daily maintenance, no, mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't have anything. Yeah. But just just make sure you you look. I mean, your eyes are 
or what where the best thing is if you see something there that's not right then take care of it but yeah yeah but I, I like I said my my dog's faces are very clean mm-hmm. they're wrinkles um I guess my old lady has the worst nose wrinkle mm-hmm. um that can get a little crusty sometimes goopy sometimes but nothing really bad yeah I guess just look at them just look at them like you look at your kids and Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot. I think a lot of people get in trouble with overbathing, and yeah. you know, you're stressing out the you know the skin, which is the largest organ of the body, and uh-huh. and you you think you're doing good, but if you don't get all the wrinkles dry, or if you're just removing the essential oils that are on there, the natural stuff, and then you cause drying out or you cause other issues, it's and and it's a it's a balancing act, you know. Some dogs. Yeah. I, I always find this that the red dogs or the dark colored dogs seem to get greasier quicker than the white dogs. Hmm. And I don't know. I mean, it almost seems like it on my hand. Like if I'm petting, you know, a white dog that had a bath on the same day that a red or a dark brindle dog did. Uh-huh. It seems like the darker colors or the colors. Because white, I guess, is not a color. I'm not sure. Maybe it's all colors. Uh, no, it's no colors. Anyway, uh, whatever it is. But I, I almost think that the white doesn't get as greasy quickly, or and not not as greasy, but as doesn't get the oils or doesn't feel oily as huh. quick. And I don't think I it, never, yeah, never I noticed never that. Noticed to that. No. Okay. And it could uh-huh. just be my lines. I mean, I don't have, you know, I haven't been in it that long and haven't had that many, so it could uh-huh. just be a the small sampling I've done. Um, is you know a little off and and my, let me try to think most of my girls are usually whiter most of my boys are are usually seem to have been of color i only really have two boys so maybe it's more of that too maybe it's the yeah. boy, boy to a girl i don't know maybe it's just i yeah all right <laughs> maybe it's just that, me. i don't know no i never really <laughs> took notice in that as far as the coats i uh-huh. mean there might be longer hair on the one than on another yeah, my um, other hair is supposed to be very, very short, but mm-hmm. um, I have a boy here that around his neck mm-hmm. he has the longer hair. Yeah, and that seems greasier okay. at times than than the shorter, mm-hmm. shorter hair. Okay, yeah, I, I noticed the the hair length difference in some, even in mm-hmm. some litters. Like you can have like a, a you know like a couple day old puppy just have like super crew cut you know and then the one next to them is a little bit more fluffy you know yeah yeah exactly <laughs> and and they're supposed to be short 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 yeah. you know then yeah. i don't know what happened how we got the longer hair i don't know where that came from yeah yeah um somewhere down the line <laughs> <laughs> do you have any advice for someone looking to start showing bulldogs uh, advice for someone to start showing bulldogs. Questions. Call breeders. Mm-hmm. Um, go to dog shows. Mm-hmm. And sometimes do- go to dog shows and watch. Sometimes it's not a good time to talk to people. Um, unless it's a specialty, then you have more time. But mm-hmm. you know how dog shows could be, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's. You get in there, you show, and then you you leave. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe after you're you're done, but not before. Um, just I say, take your time. Don't be in a hurry. Don't get the first puppy that you see. Um, ask for references from other breeders. Um, 
about a puppy that you're you're looking at. Mm-hmm. Um, just don't just don't be in a hurry. And, and questions, questions, questions. Mm-hmm. That's 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 the best thing. Yeah. Just don't be afraid to ask questions. I, and I, I also found going out to like the, the Lenape Club. Um, mm-hmm. That's our local club, and that's where I met you. And mm-hmm. um, you know, going to the going to the monthly meetings there just really gets you connected with um, other breeders. And other people, not not necessarily breeders, but people that are into bulldogs. Um, some people don't breed at all. Some people just show. Some people don't do any. They just have a pet. Or, but right. it, it gets you in there and gets you, you know, exposed to, you know, that little world. And <clears throat> then you can find out where the specialties are, where the shows are, and then right. and getting introduced at at the clubs, at the club meetings. There, you know, it's much more relaxed. Uh-huh. Or you're not rushing around and stuff like that so so i think that's you know that's where i got to meet you know the local bulldog people and was that the was that the, at the Lenape Club? yeah 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 it's very good to to join the clubs and and go to the meetings that's that that's another very good thing mm-hmm. like i and, and ask questions opiate that's what the whole thing is yeah. some people say to me well this might be a stupid question and i have always say the only question that's stupid is the one that's not asked <laughs> yep yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm always willing i mean i know i am and i know mm-hmm. a lot of bulldoggers are always willing yeah to help out and ask and yeah can you name uh anybody that i should interview and why um why now i have a hard time pronouncing this woman's last name okay She's from New York, Linda Ferriolio. I have a, I'm, I'm embarrassed to, to say this. I love this woman. She is a sweetheart. Okay. Do you know who I mean? Not offhand. Um, not offhand. No. <laughs> oh my God, she's gonna kill me. We've known each other for, but I have a hard time pronouncing her name. <laughs> she is. She's been in Bulldogs for a very long time, also. Okay. Um, and a very, very sweet person and very knowledgeable, very okay. knowledgeable and as far as uh, whelping, mm-hmm. whelping litters. Um, I would recommend, I know if you look her name up, you'd... Okay. I'm terrible. Oh, my God, that's terrible of me. Sorry, Linda. <laughs> <laughs> now we'll see how good the friendship is. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm terrible with names, so I am. I am very, very bad, very bad. But that's I always when Carrie and I talk about her, I always say Linda Ferry, Oli, 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 Oli. But she's a sweet. She'll forgive me. Yeah. She will. <laughs> that, that's one thing I have to say about about you at the shows and at the club. Um, I haven't made the club meetings in in years, even though I I stay mm-hmm. a little involved with it. It's just crazy. Things have been crazy, we, you know, since we had our our uh, second child um, mm-hmm. after twelve years and all that. So, um, but you're you're always happy, smiling, laughing, and, and that's that's an awesome thing. So if you butcher my name ever, I'll be like, well, it's just Pauline, you know. So, so <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I try to be. I try to be happy and have fun. That's that's what it's all about, isn't it, Dave? Yep. It's it's to have fun. Yeah, most definitely. I I love I love the bulldog people. I love the bulldogs. Period. Uh-huh. And 
you know, I, I, I do. I love the people. I love having a good time, too. Yeah. <laughs> <So. Yep. laughs> Can, uh, let me see, uh, do, do you know there of any struggle in the Bulldog community and any ideas on what can be done to remedy it? Struggle in the Bulldog community. <clears throat> mm. oh. That's a good... <laughs> the struggle right now in the Bulldog community is the shows, the entries. Mm -hmm. It's getting so expensive. And as far as me, there's no remedy to it. It's the economy. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I do believe that's, that's, that's the struggles right now is trying to get your champion. Yeah. The entries are very, very, very low. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. I, that, that, I don't know how to remedy, remedy that. If I did, <laughs> I'd be rich. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of the Bulldog community, that part of this whole interview, uh, Bulldog interviews, is to talk about the Bulldog community. And um, I find it very welcoming. Um, on Facebook, I have like 5,000 friends. Most of, them, wow. most of them I've never met before, but just through... Uh -huh association with BullyNet and with all the other bulldog people on there uh it, it seems like it seems like the community is very uh inclusive and uh sort of like I, I hear other breeds they don't help out as much with each other um or it's more cutthroat more i mean mm. when you're in the ring you're competing you want to win and, it, and it, that's an awesome thing um but uh I see all the time at, at shows, uh, somebody was just in the ring and, and their dog didn't, didn't, um, didn't advance, let's say, but then now it's a winner's okay. winner's dog or something. And all of a sudden there's a, there's a lead that needs somebody on it. And the breeder, the, the person that was just in the ring before will, will be asked and they'll say, yeah, and they'll take the dog in and they'll show it as though it's their own and they'll, they'll be very proud of it and do an awesome job and possibly beat the person that owns a dog who's in the ring with another dog of there, you know, of their own. And seeing that kind of, you know, fellowshipping with each other and, mm -hmm. and helping out like that, I just think is an awesome thing there. And uh, I don't think we see that in other breeds from what I can tell and from what no, I've No, you don't. No, and I've seen it. I mean, I've, I've seen it in other breeds. Mm -hmm. um, you're right. The bulldog people are right there to help each other. No matter, you know, your dog beat my dog, that's still okay. You need help, I'll mm -hmm. help you because you are a fellow bulldogger. Yeah. The other breeds, you're right, are cutthroats. Um, I have a, a friend that's a Great Dane breeder, and whoo, mm -hmm. my goodness, that's tough. Yeah. They're tough. Yeah. You just stand ringside and, and look at them and... <laughs> they're they're it, it's something to watch it's mm -hmm. really something the german shepherd ring is tough too yeah that's very very tough there but yeah i i do i do believe and even our nationals like what we give away at our nationals like mm -hmm. and like for dinners and all that i know there's a lot of the other breeds do not have anything like that they don't give nothing away yeah so yeah I think we're fortunate. I mean, I, I, I really do. Mm -hmm. Now, I love the bulldog people. Oh yeah, so do <laughs> I. Um, a couple other questions I just had on top of my head. Um, the the bulldog moving up in the 
AKC annual rankings of how many mm-hmm. puppies are registered, basically, right? That's the that's the number they look at, and and I'm not sure what number it's at now, five or six, probably, uh, top five or six. You still, yeah, you still, I don't know. You still don't see a lot of bulldogs out there, though. Like, you, if you take your bulldog yeah. into, into Petco, people swarm over it and act like they ever saw a bulldog because they probably haven't except for on commercials or something like that. And right, you know, or like my brother, he lives in Burrsboro and he has, um, he has my Bentley, and you know, he'll he'll walk him around and people will stop their cars and to say hi to him and to talk to him or whatever and just it they open up this. You know, all of a sudden, every everybody wants to to pet the bulldog, and and the bulldogs are usually so so just laid yeah, back. Where with are it. they? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> where are they? You're right, because people will say, "I haven't seen one of those in years." You right. know, it's like yeah, and you you're look at right. The other How breeds? could they be so yeah. high up and still be very sparse? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I mean, even sometimes I've had people call me about puppies I, mm-hmm. I very rarely i don't breed that often mm-hmm. um and they'll call me and they'll say i've been looking forever for a puppy and it's like oh, gee yeah. <laughs> you know and then then sometimes i have a hard time thinking of somebody that does have a puppy and right. i take the people's name and then i just call them back when i do remember mm-hmm. but you, you're right how could they be so ranked high up there in yeah the biggest registry yeah yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know where they're at. Yeah, I know they're they're very popular in bigger cities, and maybe since we're a couple of country bumpkins, we don't see them out here there so much. There you go. I don't know. <laughs> but, there you go. Yeah, and, and, and my philosophy, my, my not philosophy, my theory is that since it's such an expensive breed, as far as it, all the work and effort involved with it, and then you have, you know, limited litters. You know, limited litter size. Sometimes, I think that people tend to register them more often than other breeds. Because you know how many labs oh, are out know. there that are registered, and how many are not registered, right? So yeah, I, yeah, so, yeah. And so I almost wonder if it's not just like that they get registered, but they're still really not. You know, well, what what do they? Mm. What what the numbers? Maybe what was it like sixteen or twenty thousand puppies? I think, and, uh-huh. and I'm. The numbers stick usually with me. So if you take that in one year, let's say it's 20,000. It's a nice round number. Divided by, we could say 50 states because that would be easier. Right. Um, even though we know there's not a whole lot in Alaska or Hawaii probably just because <laughs> there's not a lot of people there. Let me pull out my calculator here. And I just... like to go there for a major though. There you go. <laughs> I think it's like two or something like that. <laughs> to Hawaii. On the road to Hawaii for a major. Imagine that. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. I got off beat here. <laughs> so if you take 20,000, divide by 50, that's only 400 in a state. So, uh-huh. so that's really not a big number, actually. No, um, no. When yeah. you think of it that way. Yeah, and I and I and I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, I mean, people don't really ask. Well, they don't understand the papers and anything like that in purebred, unfortunately. Uh-huh. Um, so, it's just one of those uh-huh. things. I always wonder, like, where are all these bulldogs at? I mean, if you go to a bulldog vet, you know, if you go to one of the specialists, you'll see bulldogs there, and you'll know you're at a bulldog specialist. But, uh-huh. um, you know, when I go. To country companion for reproduction um you know i might see a bulldog there in that week that i'm taking the girl into timer out and stuff like that. i might see one but i'll see a lot of others i'll see a lot of other you know mm-hmm. 
high quality champion dogs that are there for freezing or for you know whatever reproduction they're doing there but um and that's why we go there because they're good at reproduction right and uh yeah so well the last time i was there i I can honestly say i only ever saw one time and that was the last time i think it was the day my girl was um scheduled for her c-section and Mm -hmm. and there was a woman there and she had two girls Mm -hmm. um and she says she was gonna she was doing tests on one and she was seeing to to see if the other one was pregnant having an ultrasound done and Mm -hmm. she says to me she says uh, well, the one she she wasn't pregnant, and she said she was having trouble with her, and mm-hmm. she was asking me some questions. And I said, "Well, I don't I don't breed that often." I said, "If I have one litter every year, one litter every two years, I'm mm-hmm. lucky." And she says, "I don't breed that often either. I only have five litters a year." And I went, oh, wow. "Whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what they were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That now that was. That was different. That was different. Yeah. Like five litters. Oh my god, I'd be dead. <laughs> five litters in one year. Whew. Yeah. No way. Yeah, I, I haven't. I guess our last litter that we had here was about two years ago, probably, and, I, it hurts. <laughs> it hurts uh-huh. having a litter of being losing all that sleep. That sucks. Uh-huh. And then my hips hurt getting up and down, sitting with those puppies and the mom for the feedings. Uh-huh. Uh, and so I'm not getting any younger and, and I don't know. It's just, yeah. you know, I, I have this lady who's been great to work with. Her name's Jane Fuller. She's down in Ambler. Um, she's got some really nice uh, pedigrees, some nice girls. And so I started partnering with her a little bit on a couple of co-ownerships and she, she'll listen to this and, and she'll, she might agree to her husband will agree. She is insane. She loves raising puppies. And it's very, it's very therapeutic <laughs> for her. Yeah. And she's, and she does a wonderful job. She really, uh-huh. she really does. So she is like, she's like a gift from God for me because, mm, because yeah, cause I just can't. And, and, you know, and we have, you know, we're, we're always doing something. It seems here, whatever's going on. Not, not like anybody else isn't busy either, but it just, you know, it's, it's been a very good, you know, relationship with Jane. Um, and, and and because it is hard, it uh-huh. you know it's not yeah and and but I do miss the puppies. I mean I think puppies are yeah. neat to have around. It's, it's, it's very rewarding in the end. Yeah, very rewarding. Yeah. So but it's <laughs> so I I can go down there and get my fix once in a while. Um, you know if she has a litter now and then. But yeah, it's it is it is difficult. You know for the for uh-huh. the for the dogs and for us. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, it's just. Yeah, I couldn't. Uh... I do. It's very. It's the more I do. I think what with with my problem is, mm-hmm. the more I do it, the mm-hmm. more stressed I am. Okay. Yeah. Um. I think it's you worry too much. You hear it well, and also you read so much on the internet mm-hmm. and on Facebook. It's like, oh my gosh, I have to stop reading this Facebook when I have a litter or about to have a litter or what? You know. Yeah. yeah. Then you stress out on. Yeah. So much stuff. My first girl, mm-hmm. believe it or not, I left her have the puppies. Oh yeah. I, you know, it was like, what? and she did a great job. Yeah. She did a wonderful job with them. Mm-hmm. But then the more I learned about it, it's like, no, 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 you don't do that. And yeah. And now it's like, oh my god, don't turn your head. She's gonna roll on one. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. Yep, 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 yep. No, 
you, the older you get, I think it's more stressful. Yeah. And it's not that it's, and it, and it shouldn't be, it's just, I do it to myself. Yeah. Did you ever, uh, speaking of Country Companion, did you ever, um, were you ever trying to figure out when to take the litter? And, like, we, we do the timing, we do progesterone, the LH surge, uh-huh. all that. And then, I, I forget why why we were doing it. There was one time we were trying to see when the puppies were viable um, due to, like, cra- probably as normal, crazy long weekend or something like that that would just been uh-huh. difficult. And they actually did an ultrasound to see the intestines of the puppies and see if they were actually moving stool through there. And if they were, then they were viable. And they actually were. We actually got it on the ultrasound. They said, yep, these puppies are ready. And we knew exactly oh, wow. based on that. And then because I'm not sure what it meant or, or why it meant that, but that was a really cool thing <laughs> that we could do there at Country Companion. And, um, you know, just yeah. just see that. And, and I was like, wow, that's, that's awesome. And, and we did the C-section later that day. And. You know, we had a, a great litter of puppies that could breathe on their own and everything was ready uh-huh. and the milk was there, and, you know. So that was a pretty cool thing. And, I, you know, it's I think you're hard-pressed to get that from a general practitioner, let's say, of veterinary science. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. That, that's something new to me, Yeah. that one. Yeah. And that, and that was a couple years ago. Yeah, that was a couple years wow. ago. Yeah, because we haven't had a litter. And I don't think it was even our last litter that we had there, which would have been two years ago. So it was uh-huh. probably one before that or so. But, uh, well, do you have any parting advice for people that are listening? Do I have any advice? Yeah. Just little... be happy. Just go. be happy <laughs> and love love your bulldog people. Um, mm-hmm. I hate drama. I'm, I know there's a lot of drama going on out there in the world here, and, and I hate it. I just give everybody a hug. Just be happy. There you you don't have to. You don't have to go home with them and... and take care of them <laughs> so just smile and be happy that's all be happy i love your bulldogs <laughs> yeah. awesome well thank you so much yeah. pauline for coming sure. on the show and uh we'll uh we'll catch you at another show soon oh thank you all right pauline take care you too all right bye-bye bye thank you so much for listening to our podcast for the latest information make sure you subscribe to our podcast on itunes or stitcher radio And we'd love for you to give us your honest uh, feedback and a five-star review on iTunes to help get this information out to other people who are interested in Bulldogs and the Bulldog community and just might not know where we're at. By giving us that feedback um, will help us in the rankings on Apple and uh, help get the information out there for other people to find. So thank you so much for tuning in. And we'll be back with another episode. And we'd love your feedback. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the Bulldog Interviews on BullyNet with your host, Dave Kaufman. Check out the show notes from this podcast at BullyNet.com. Please leave a five-star review and your honest feedback on iTunes.